Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We'll see how this goes. Greetings, my X-Files geeks. Welcome back to Reopening the X-Files, the podcast that proves the truth is still out there. I'm Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined once again by the poorly sick... This is Movie Geek. I forgot what I call you. You were a weirdo. I know. But it's because I did poorly sick as I'm well. I'm not poorly sick. I just feel a little bit under the weather. Under the weather. Also known as poorly sick. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show... Send us your fanboy facts. Contact us through Twitter at Reopening the X Files or Movie Ultimate, and we will give you a shout out and obviously read out your fanboy facts. If they're good. If they're well, we'll probably just read them out. We'll anyway. Read them out anyway. Because <laughs> uh, we're nice. Yeah. So, season three, episode fourteen, titled "Grotesque," uh, written by Howard Gordon and directed by Kim Manners, and is not part of the larger series mythology. So, take it away, Powell. What did you think of this episode? I don't like this one. You're I'm not? afraid, no. It's one that I don't really enjoy. I found it quite boring. I found the acting a bit hammy. Really? Yeah. Uh, some of it didn't make sense. Um, parts as well, like where they go into an apartment. We'll, we'll get into the story in a minute, but they go into this guy's apartment and there's all these pictures up and... A cat jumps out at Scully and Scully goes, oh, goodness, I, I thought it was a picture coming to life. And it's nothing Scully would say. It's Scully really strange thing. Scully would never think that. No. And she wouldn't say it. It was really strange. It was an odd, yeah, an odd, um, odd thing for it to say, out of character. Yeah, and I just I just didn't like it. It didn't work for me, this episode. What's the story? Morning Glory. The story starts off with a guy sketching... Uh, a naked man. A nudie woody model. Live, live art. I remember when they used to do that at, at college when I was there. They used to put, you, you always knew because they put like cardboard in the in the window of the door. Yeah. You'd always get a look at it. Dirty pervs. What? The dogs were open. Um, but the guy's just meant to be drawing the, the live model and he's drawing like a gargoyle face, like a demon. Um, they... They, they then swoop on this guy who's acting strange and they said they've been, I think, after him for three years or something daft and it was somebody who Mulder used to work with yes. in like the profiling area, wasn't it? Yeah. And they basically say, oh, this is years worth of work getting him and he's killed all these men over the years and we finally caught him. 
and then somebody else is attacked while he's in custody uh, and the arresting officer is like calls Mulder in because he's like we need to know what's going on is he working with somebody or have we got the wrong person Agent Bill Patson he's called yeah, like he's been Smith. in other stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been in loads of things. He was in uh, That 70s Show. Uh, that's the one I remember him from. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, but it kind of goes from there, and, and people are still being attacked by this guy, gargoyle-featured yeah. creature. Um, but they don't oh. know if it's just people doing it to themselves because they've become obsessed with this myth. Nobody really knows anything about it, other than I mean, Mulder goes to a library. Yeah. Um, and it's again a bit of a strange one because like they, they they suspect Mulder because they find something happens to him and he gets caught but there's nobody around, and then they she finds the knife like that night. It- Mulder? Scully? Where are you? I'm in Mostow's studio. Are you with Nemhauser? No, should I be? Well, that's who I was calling. He left his number on my answering machine. He said he had to talk to me. It's, it seems... And his prints are all over it, and it's the murder <clears throat> weapons, the light. It's almost like they jump straight away to I... one. He's lost his yeah. mind. He's the murderer. And again, it doesn't fit, because... That wouldn't happen. Yeah, and he wasn't acting that strange. In the, he's acted much stranger in other episodes. Yeah, he has, yeah. But like, I do feel like this episode could have probably benefited from being a little bit longer to add a little bit more elements to Mulder going a little bit crazy. Yeah, Following I just, this, yeah. trying to uh, to to locate the, the killer and and getting in the mindset. But it, it goes uh, with those other f- episodes where... He is playing on his, uh, is it behavioural yeah, sciences or... sciences. And, and he's yeah, trying he's to trying get, to get the into the mindset of it. into the mindset of it, isn't he? And handling the weapon and, and, sp- and get reading all the case notes and reading all the history about this thing. Yeah. So he he, know, he knows the supernatural element to it, which is uh, sort of like a, a gargoyle demon type thing, possessing people and killing. Um, but obviously this other... Agent is, is adamant that it's just it's just a man mental, but then again, there's <laughs> the element where that agent is the one who requested Skinner assign Mulder this case. this case because he obviously wants to uh, not get caught, but he wants Mulder to solve the case. Yeah, and it took the twist in it is. The agent in charge. Oh, yeah, I just spoiled it. Yeah, the agent in charge <laughs> is actually then the killer, but he is possessed because it shows his hand and it's all deformed yeah. and, and, you know, like gargoyle-esque. So he then clearly had something about him that he wanted Mulder in on the case because he knew Mulder would probably solve it. Yeah, and he's, he's probably fraction with him and saying, you know, he's chasing green yeah. aliens again. Yeah, they're quite nasty. Well, he's quite nasty to Mulder and Mulder's sort of saying, you know, you are, you're a quite mean-spirited person. Yeah. And so I think there's a history there and they thought it was because Mulder had left. But again, you get a little bit more insight into his history. But I just, I don't know, it didn't 
work for me. This no. episode, there was too many things that didn't add up and were quite out of character for the people. Like, even the way Scully looks in the episode, it's at You said know. that, actually. Yeah, it's just a really strange one, and I really didn't enjoy it. I wouldn't watch it again. I it, No, I, I know what you mean. It feels like it was. it's an episode from a different series. Yeah. Almost like it's quite it, it a task to watch shouldn't it. fit into this series, especially following on from the last episode, which was uh, Syzygy, where they're, they're at each other's necks and it's quite funny. And then you're thrown into this episode, which is darker and it's quite, it's more of a, more of a thriller, isn't it? Mm. And and more of a psychological thriller because you, you, you're watching Mulder go down this path, but there's not enough time to have that element uh, like looked at too much, if you know what I mean. I just didn't like it. No. Not for me. I always say it. If you're watching the X-Files, you have to watch them all. You have to all. watch it, yeah. Um, appreciate the, the good ones and you yeah, just go along with the bad ones. And for me, I think this is a real... I just found it so dull. I it, really what, did. Like I said, the, the season three is the one that I had on video box set. And this episode is the one that I skipped, yeah, Yeah. funnily enough. Because I always enjoyed the funny episodes in that. And obviously the next episode is the introduction of the black oil. So it's it's not one that I enjoyed. But I do see some of the the interesting aspects of it in the psychological thriller and and all that sort of stuff. It's because you could see it take away the sci-fi element, it's just another uh, FBI procedural episode, isn't it? But you already knew that, didn't you? What is this? You killed him, Bill. When he suspected it was you, you killed him. Are you out of your mind? Not me. Not now. Put that gun down. Not until you tell me what you're doing here. What I'm doing here? Look at your hands. Ask yourself what you're doing here. I'm not sure. You're here because John Mostow stole three years of your life. Every day and every night for three years, you lived and dreamed the horror show that was in his head, and I'm sorry. Imagining everything he imagined, sinking deeper and deeper into the ugliness, just like you taught us to do. But when you finally caught him, it didn't just go away, all that violence. It stayed alive inside you it had to come out but you didn't want to do what you were doing you wanted to stop but you couldn't not by yourself that's why you called on me in the first place why you couldn't kill me when you had the chance yeah but that's not what you watch the x-files no, for and that thing maybe that's why it doesn't i don't know i just really didn't enjoy it. it's actually probably one of the, the most boring ones one you for don't me. like yeah. yeah yeah oh my god it was coming to life one of the pictures are coming to life yeah it's just weird yeah I think uh, Kurtwood Smith in it was quite good, though. And I realise as well, he's also from Robocop. <laughs> he's, he's in that. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, his casting's quite good, because he does actually look like a gargoyle. There was a few times when he talked, he sounded like Skinner. Yeah, Skinner. Yeah. So if you do watch it, I mean, you should if you haven't, but you see if you notice there's certain points and certain pronunciations, he sounds very like Walter Skinner. Oh, while we're talking about Skinner, he wasn't that pissed off, in 
in this episode at he did, all. He did sound. He was like, sit down, Scully. Like, yeah, he did. He I think like, it's just the way he speaks. Take a seat. Yeah, take a seat. I but shit then, myself if my boss called me in and told me to take a seat in that tone. I'd be thinking, <laughs> Jesus, what have I done? No, I'm being sacked. <laughs> but, then he, but then he's a little bit... He's asking about Mulder's uh, well-being and all that. Yeah, and then he says, because I'm really worried about him too. And it, I don't know, I just didn't... I don't want to get into it anymore. I, I just really didn't you like done this with one. It? Yeah, I really didn't like it. I d- oh. And I don't want to analyse it because I just found it boring. Mm. But, but... I enjoyed the... Uh, the sculpted... Uh, the the clay sculpted over the bodies. Yeah. It's very... Uh, it's one way to get rid of a body, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Christ. You know where to find me if I uh, go missing, folks. Oh, no, you're not buried. Don't worry. Not... What? I know what I'd do with you if I killed you. Uh, acid. No. I'd, like, hire a boat, take it really far out to sit, I mean, really far out and just tie you down and drop you over the edge. Nobody would ever find you. Well, if I do go missing, then you, you you know where I am, guys. I'm at the bottom of the probably the Irish Sea. Yeah. Or possibly Atlantic Ocean. Depends how far she goes Depends out. Depends how far I go out. <laughs> I'll just make a reminder. Don't piss the wife off. <laughs> All right. Shall we get on to everybody's favourite part of the show? Fanboy facts. Fanboy. 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 Go on then. All right. There's not many tonight. Uh, Howard Gordon, who conceived the main story, uh, noticed, uh, because he noticed the stone gargoyles on the corner of a New York street when he was walking, uh, and the eeriness of the occurrence led Gordon to develop the tale involving possession, possession by a gargoyle spirit. How'd you do? Mm. Do you know where the term gargoyle comes from? You should do, because yeah. Walter says it in the episode. It's uh, French. Something to do with summer by the river Sienne. Yeah, that, right. It comes from the French gargouille, uh, which refers to the throat. Gargoyles are car figures uh, that cover up drain spouts. And we've got an abbey close to us, and there's a load of gargoyles on there. Funnily enough, uh, there's a local author who's <laughs> selling a book called For Christmas. I think it's... Uh, What's it guy, called? Guy, the, guy grumpy the Grumpy Gargoyle. I think the Christmas version is Guy the Christmas Gargoyle. You should check it out. They're on Amazon. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but they let water flow through and they make a noise when they're coming out, when the water's coming out of the mouth, oh, like they're right. gargling. I didn't know that. Mm. Now you do. See, fanboy facts. There you go. Looking amazing. Yeah, it works. Uh, Manners also said in the episode that he thinks it's quite a frightening show, which I I agree. I think it's filmed in a way that gives you that. It's a, it's quite a scary episode because you don't actually see um, the possessed man's face. You just get hints of it in the shadows. Yeah. And I think it's quite interesting. Like I say, I think it could have been a really, really good episode if... They expanded it a little bit more. Yeah, I think they're flogging a dead horse. Flogging a dead horse? It's like Death Wish. He also theorised that the episode may have inspired Carter when he eventually developed the show Millennium. Now, it's a long time since I've watched Millennium, but I think the character 
he, he's the sim- similar sort of character, isn't he? He gets into the head of... Poor fella, yeah. 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 It's the guy out of AVP, Alien vs Predator, isn't it? He went Can't for me. AVP? Yeah, I like that film. It's an underrated Bishop film. Bishop in Aliens. I don't know. But Aliens is a far superior film to... No, I don't like Aliens. You don't like Aliens? No. Or Alien? I don't like it. But you like AVP? Yeah. I like I don't I like it because it's a massive complex under Antarctica, which I think is probably but true. But you can't have. I can. AVP without alien. Right. And aliens. I don't like the film Alien. I think it's bad. That's Alien. I'm talking about aliens. Oh well, it's the same shit in it. No, it's not. Is it not? No, Alien is a horror in space. What's Aliens? Then? Aliens is an action adventure. Well, not action adventure. It's an action thriller in space. I don't well, on the planet. Have I seen it? I will hope you have. Maybe I'm not. Seen oh it. my god! Oh, is, it, is gonna... it not the Alien trilogy or whatever it yes. is? Yes, Sigourney Weaver in. Yes, See, I don't like her either. She oh. looks like a fella. She freaks me out. She's it... too tall for a woman. <laughs> I think it's only because I'm five foot two though. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's taller than you. Uh, aliens is where Alien is where you have the first xenomorph, the one xenomorph that comes out of John Hurt. Right. Yeah. Aliens is where they go back to the original planet. Yeah. And a, a human settlement has been overrun by aliens and there's more than one. Yeah, I don't know. D- directed by James Cameron. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And it's amazing. Don't know. Because it, it's... It, it, uh, we're not doing that. We're I'll... doing the, the X-Files here. Yeah, I know, but you've, if you haven't seen Aliens, we're going to have to watch it. Anyway, back to... <sighs> I don't know where it was. The last bloody thingy. Mitch Pileggi and Kurt Woodsmith would later appear together in season one episode of That 70s Show, where they played old war buddies. There you go. And the final fanboy fact for tonight is the concept of the man coating human corpses with clay to make sculptures was used prominently in 1959 Roger Corman film A Bucket of Blood, written by the late Charles B. Griffith. Mm. A bit mm. like House of Wax. Yeah. Yeah. Not seen that. You've seen the newer version with right. Paris Hilton, and you have because we watched it together Did and we watch Jared it? Paladecki. Well, hang on, right? You know, I not seeing House of Wax isn't as bad as not seeing Aliens. I don't give one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably have seen it. You probably will. Just have done. Will have forgotten. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. How. I just. Uh... Oh. She's got the kid in. She's looking after the kid. Yeah, I've seen that. You've seen it. Yeah. And then she's she's like, get away from her, you bitch. Yeah, I've seen it. <sighs> I like Alien 3 too. Anyway, that's the end of Fanboy Facts. We'll be back next week with more Alien talk. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do Alien vs Predator because I do enjoy that film too. I do, it's a good film. I think it's got a good premise. It's got a good premise, which I think... Oh, my God. And you know Get what? back to the X-Files. I also think that uh, Giorgio Tsukalu likes that film, too. Giorgio Tsukalu. Tsukalu, yeah. From Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Who is the real-life Mulder. He is, isn't he? See? I brought it back to the X-Files! There we go. And we're going to close the X-Files for tonight. <laughs> because... shut, that, shut that draw. Shut that draw. That, that's quite a good idea. <laughs> Fucking weird episode. 
It's because you won't stop talking, you little weirdo. Just wrap it up. I'm wrapping up. I'm wrapping up. And then in a minute, we're going to wrap some presents for Christmas. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please share the episode. Yeah, I don't know about that, actually. Don't, maybe don't, maybe share, don't share this, this one. one. This is a share another one. Share last week's episode. That was a good one. Leave a five-star review, though. Oh, you don't have to say five. Just leave a review. <sighs> leave a review. You might have, like, constructive criticism. Give us know, some constructive criticism, yeah. right? But make sure you tick the, the, the stars to five. Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph. Right, come on. Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph. Uh, that's on iTunes, by the way. If you want to pop over to my YouTube channel, it's Ultimate Movie Geek on YouTube. Uh, you can give us a subscribe and check out our latest video, which is on David Bowie's Labyrinth, which is also a very good film. You remind me of the babe. Oh, shut up. No, you're not letting me sing? No. Oh. I saw my baby. No, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Movie Ultimate uh, and Reopen the X-Files. And remember to look to the skies because the truth Is out there. I paused for effect. I made this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 